You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Let's say, for the sake of argument, that a reasonable and persuasive debate plays an important part in everything you do, like what products you buy or who your friends are. But it goes beyond that. Perhaps a good argument could stop wars or halt bad policies. But increasingly, it feels like argument is more about fighting on social media uh, on social media, or over a dinner table about politics and less about spirited debate balanced with pragmatism and facts. The University of Windsor thinks good arguments are important enough to the fabric of our global society that there should be more scholars who are experts in philosophical debate. Dr. Catherine Humbleby is philosophy professor and graduate coordinator for a new Ph.D. program in argumentation at the University of Windsor. She joins me now to talk about that and the role of debate and argument in our lives. Catherine, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks very much, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show that we had a similar conversation to this about criticism a few months ago with A.O. Scott, who's written a book about the importance of criticism and how society has changed in the way that it sees criticism, right? It's very difficult for people to take criticism, uh, and that bleeds over into many different aspects of our lives. I get the sense that what you're doing at the University of Windsor takes the same approach with regard to debate and argument, that we are not placing the value that we should on spirited healthy, fact-based debate and the role it can play in decision-making. Well, absolutely. Uh, Taking criticism and listening to people with whom we disagree is central to good argumentation. Uh, Arguing and being argumentative uh, is commonly understood as to fight with somebody, to have a (laughs) verbal dispute, and perhaps to try to beat the other person using your words. But Good argumentation is about using persuasion, using reason, and reason involves listening to, understanding people with whom you disagree, understanding different perspective, paying attention to evidence. Arguments can serve a number of different purposes, and that's why it is a rich enough subject area that it can be the subject of a PhD program. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can be approached from multiple disciplinary aspects, but it's always about addressing disagreement, and centrally that involves taking up criticism, Uh, being able to listen to other people and rethink your own position, listen to their criticism of your position, and that's hard to do. It's hard. It's emotional, and, and that emotion is not necessarily a bad aspect of argument, but learning to deal with that emotion and manage that emotional aspect is what helps us make the most of our reasoning and the most of our exchanges with, with each other. Yeah. Uh, where do we learn to debate and argue in the way that you're talking about as opposed to uh, this conquest approach that, that, that people seem to have where I've got to beat the other person and prove them wrong and sort of vanquish every everything that they've said? Where is it when we're children that we first start to think about that? Or is there some point in our academic training that we're, we're supposed to get it? 
Well, it's a good question. Children can be great to argue with. My colleague and I were chatting about that on the way over <laughs> um, because children take fairness very seriously. Yes. Um, they want to be, they expect to be treated respectfully mm -hmm. and, uh, and they will accept if you tell them they're not being respectful. Uh, but we can unlearn that at some point in our lives. And uh, if we don't continue to take our own argumentation and other people's argumentation seriously, we can easily fall into the pattern in which we think that arguments are only about winning and losing. They're zero-sum games. Uh, even certain aspects of the way that we learn and teach argumentation, like collegiate debate, can be about winning and uh -huh. losing sure. and not so much about learning. Uh, but they can also be useful in developing certain skills. So I don't want to diss that kind of, I don't want to dismiss that type of arguing altogether. It serves certain purposes. Right. It's good for, it can be good for certain kinds of learning. Um, it can be a good exercise. Um, sometimes it helps us, sometimes uh, 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 a verbal fight helps us resolve something that otherwise would be addressed only by a show of physical force. Right. And that can be certainly preferable. But argumentation can be so much more than that. And at the college and university level, there are all kinds of opportunities for learning uh, different types of reasoning and different types of evidence and learning to engage people and engage disagreement within disciplines, across disciplines. Uh, we also do most of our arguing in our own families, yes, right? Uh, That's where we start, right? It's where we start. It's where we start with people we know, mm -hmm. right? And where we expect to be respected and we want ourselves to be respected. Uh, so we are likely to uh, be honest and responsible. It can be a problem then moving onto the internet yeah. <laughs> where it's harder to hold people responsible. There is anonymity. There's a feeling of anonymity. And all of this can make us less responsible uh, uh, to ourselves and to each other, to the evidence, um, and to our cultures. Yeah. Because argumentation helps us develop strong cultures. It's vital to democracy. We don't just exercise democracy in the voting booth. We exercise it when we talk to in each other. In the public other. square. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. And, and on shows like this where you get to talk to people sure. and, you know, you do a great job, of uh, an amazing job of... Uh, uh, engaging with people and uh, helping people learn from each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Dr. Catherine Hundleby. She's a philosophy professor and graduate coordinator for a new PhD program in argumentation at the University of Windsor. We are talking about the value of debate and argument. The value of debate and argument, particularly at these times. Think about how often we try to shut each other down because we have a disagreement, because we have a political disagreement. How often are you able to listen to somebody who thinks differently than you do, as opposed to simply thinking of ways to counter what they're saying? If you want to join the conversation, tell us, are the debates in your family and with your friends healthy and friendly? Do you find you've cut certain people out of your life, maybe, because you can't bear another political fight? What role do debate and argumentation play 
in your life. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, uh, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will work you into the conversation. Let's go to Tim in Northville. Tim, welcome to Detroit Today. Yes, uh, uh, thanks for taking my call, and I'll I'll make it quick. Uh, I just want to say the the incredible value of uh, debate classes in high school, because I think the best way that you can learn to understand arguments is to really force yourself to argue for something you don't believe in, and uh, in a in a a debate structure, Uh, because that really forces you to really analyze the thoughts of the other folks who have a different belief than your different belief than you, and then also argue your own side. Uh, so I think these the classes that kids can take in high school, being on the debate team, uh, are invaluable steps uh, that we really need to push in our school system that I think were, were more popular years ago. I was very fortunate to be highly involved uh, in debate. But I think that just allows you, so even when you're debating with someone you disagree with, you're really thinking through the complete argument, and I think that's very important. Uh, for uh, young people to to start at a to young experience age and that. continue that. Sure. Tim, uh, great point. Uh, thank you very much for calling uh, and, and, and making it. Uh, talk about, uh, Dr. Hundleby, talk about uh, this, this PhD in argumentation, how that is structured and what it will look like. Why is that, uh, how is that different than what you've already been doing at the university? Uh, this is... A landmark program in many ways. Uh, there's a long tradition in the University of Windsor of studying argumentation that goes back to the uh, late 1970s. Uh, a, a dissatisfaction with some of the more classical ways of teaching reasoning that involved mathematical styles of reasoning and a desire to pay greater attention to uh, real reasoning and the sort of reasoning that's required in a democratic society. Um, which includes, you know, media debates and engaging with people in an ordinary, everyday sort of way. Uh, but taking this to the PhD level uh, builds on some of that strength at the University of Windsor in logic and in philosophy, known as the informal logic movement mm-hmm. um, that is uh, has its home at the University of Windsor. Uh, but this extends uh, that approach, making use of the growth of argumentation scholarship in the last couple of decades around the world, uh, engaging across the disciplines, uh, including psychology and law and teaching and learning. We use argument to teach, uh, as your last caller mentioned, uh, but we use argument in many other contexts, too, in terms of uh, human resources and settling disagreements uh, among employees, between employees and uh, Uh, employers. Uh, Argument occurs almost everywhere, and there are many different ways uh, that we can use theories of argumentation and argumentation scholarship to address problems in contemporary society. So doing this at the PhD level allows people to do original research Mm -hmm. that builds on these past decades of scholarship and uh, what we now have are mature theories and uh, uh, large bodies of evidence about how argumentation works. And take that further and uh, allow people to 
develop it both for further academic work and to take it out as very high-level professionals in many different fields of work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go quickly to Joyce. Joyce in Detroit. We've only got a couple minutes left, but I wanted to make sure I got you on. Uh, welcome to Detroit today. Thank you so much. I was going to say that when people engage in you know these activities, if they would um, say if they're talking about democracy, if they would each reveal what democracy means to them, and it may be that they don't have a, the same basic definition, but at least we would know where their starting point is. And I think that would uh, contribute to clarity. Also, um, if people are stating their opinions then I'd say, or how they feel about something, um, it helps to know if they're coming from different um, perspectives of what they may have ex- personally experienced in, this, in these areas, because that can help to account for um, how they feel negatively or positively right. or, you know, um, why they would have this um, opinion, as, as opposed, uh, stating opinions as opposed to proving the other person wrong right. and, or, or trying to say, well, facts. Um, I mean, people individually may have um, done research and, and come up with different data, but they're, but they're each saying these are, are the facts, as if these are the only, you know... <laughs> the only facts yeah, that matter, right? found, depending on where someone was looking. And so when you put all these factors together, I think it's no wonder that there's a lot of um, negativity. Yeah. And when people talk, if they would think, well, how would I feel if someone uh, put this or that label on me? Would I want that? <laughs> and, um, and keep that in mind before... Putting a Before negative label that. on yeah. somebody else or Joyce, some other group. So Joyce, kinda... thank you very much You're for very the welcome. call and uh, the comments. Uh, Dr. Catherine Hundleby, philosophy professor and graduate coordinator for new PhD program in argumentation at the University of Windsor. Thank you for being here. I'm Thanks very much for having me. That's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.